This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. Today, we are joined with Bob Mann. He is the Director of State and Local Government Relations, the uh, National Association of Landscape Professionals. I'm very excited to get to chat with you, Bob. Our mutual friend, John Pajak, said you got to have Bob Mann on the podcast. He is a pioneer and just a leader in this industry. So we're excited to hear your story today. I'm glad to be with you, Paul. So uh, you're doing, you know, big things with government now, but how how did you get started in the green industry back in the day? Well, my my dad my dad was until very recently a uh, golf course superintendent. So my brother and I grew up, uh, you know, being dragged to the golf. Well, actually, we went willingly to the golf course with my uh, with my dad, mostly because we were in my mother's hair uh, all week long, and she needed a break. So we learned from. Uh, a very early age how to take care of a golf course. And uh, from there, I went to the Stockbridge School of Agriculture up at the U- University of Massachusetts and then later graduated from UMass Amherst proper. Um, when we uh, when I finished, my parents had a uh, graduation party, and it was really, really nice. My dad came up to me and said, congratulations, son. You did a great job. Very proud of you. Hey, by the way, uh, starting Monday morning, you're going to start paying rent. So I knew that, uh, you know, my dad is not one to fool around, so I needed to get a uh, a job right then and there. I wasn't able to find anything in the golf course business right uh, right away, so I took, uh, I took a look into professional lawn care. It was a company around the corner that was hiring, and uh, that was probably 35 years ago. I've never looked back, and it's been... Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I got to tell you, I, I, my brother is now a golf course superintendent, and I'm uh, I'm the kind of guy that loves to move around and travel and that kind of thing. And I'm kind of glad I wound up where I where I am. That is awesome. Yeah, I I grew up working on a golf course. I love how they real mow those putting greens, and you get them the tee boxes and the putting greens looking real nice. That's right. Nothing like it. It's awesome. So now, how did you get? To where you are today, Director of State and Local Government Relations, explain exactly what you do. Well, up here in the Northeast, I'm, I live on Cape Cod in Massachusetts, and I've lived here pretty nearly my entire life. Um, we have a lot of anti-pesticide, anti-lawn care, anti-green um, industry activism up here. And in order for us to, um, to, to exist, we have to be able to defend ourselves and, and uh, put a good face on the industry. So... Um, after a long series of you know, uh, either owning my own business or working for other lawn care companies, um, I wound up working for a company called Lawn Dog out of uh, Nashua, New Hampshire. And I was the agronomist there for seven years until they were purchased by True Green. Um, but in, in the midst of doing all that, we, we had to do our own activism. You know, we had to put the suit and tie on and go to the state house in Concord or go to the, you know, go to a meeting out in Albany, New York, or wherever it needed to, wherever we needed to go. Uh, in order to defend our industry, and I kind of got that became almost like a second career. Um, when Lawn Dog was uh, sold to True Green, uh, Jim Campanella, who was the president, came to me and said, "Hey, Bob, listen, this is what's happening. Uh, you know, they, they don't need any more agronomists; they've got plenty." 
And I said, that's fine. He said, uh, hey, you um, you know about that uh, job that NALP has uh, posted looking for somebody to do state uh, state government relations? And I said, sure, I, you know, we all know about that. He said, well, you need to take that job. And I said, okay. Um, so believe it or not, um, I, I spent 10 minutes unemployed between the time that Jim fired me, um, you know, Graciously, thank you very much for doing so. And the moment when I was hired by NALP, it was uh, it was very fortuitous, and I enjoyed it immensely. So, for somebody who doesn't know what the National Association of uh, Landscape Professionals is, explain you know the overall organization and association. We're a nationwide organization that, of uh, member companies, landscape companies that. Um, our job is to, uh, well, it's, it's manifold. I mean, we do an awful lot of things. We develop, uh, we work, uh, develop the workforce initiatives so that um, we, are dra- we are bringing people into the industry um, that would not normally think of landscape as being uh, uh, a viable career. Uh, that's a big effort on our part. Uh, Missy Hendrickson uh, does that for us, and she's done a one- doing a wonderful job. Um, what specifically, specifically does she do? Well, a lot of it is is, is uh, setting up uh, apprenticeship programs, and we've already got an apprenticeship program, a nationwide program that has uh, uh, been validated by the U.S. Department of Labor. That you know, if you bring somebody into your company and put them on this apprenticeship program, um, at the at the very end, you've got a person that is uh, fully trained and uh, and credentialed in, in many aspects of landscape maintenance. Um, and, and but what is important about that is that. When, college, when, when high school guidance counselors are trying to get people to go out into the workforce, they're looking for apprenticeship programs, validated apprenticeship programs to uh, direct their students at. And that hadn't existed, and we weren't on that radar um, as far as viable um, uh, uh, professions. And now that, that corner is being turned, and now we're able to, to go to um, conferences where uh, – Guidance counselors come, and we can we can say that we've got this you know, we've got this wonderful apprenticeship program, just like you know the carpenters and the electricians and the plumbers, and you know now we're coming up to that level of uh, of, of professionalism, and that's a very exciting uh, uh, transition for for the entire industry. Now, not only have we got the the, the credential for uh, landscape maintenance, we're working very hard on putting together something very similar for professional lawn care. So. You know, they overlap a little bit, as you know. You know, uh, you know, a lot of landscape maintenance contractors do their own fertilization, but the lawn care portion of it is an entire profession unto itself. And it's about time we took that out of the dark ages and brought it into uh, into uh, the profession we know that it can be. So we're, we're working very hard with, uh, you, know, um, you know, a lot of different people to put this together. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working on it, Missy, of course, um, and we're very excited about the, uh, the possibilities that exist there. That's awesome. So what else does the uh, National Association of Landscape Professionals do other than the apprenticeship? Well, of course, we have our, uh, our Green Industry Expo um, coming up in, in October in, in Louisville. Uh, that's, you know, we do that in conjunction with a number of different organizations. We kind of pool ourselves together to put together that wonderful conference. Um, that is almost one of the largest conferences of any kind in the United States. Wow. Uh, Not just the green it, industry, it, but in any industry. Oh, yeah, of any industry. In fact, one of the you know, people kind of complained, oh, we're going to Louisville, to another city. Well, the fact of the matter is that 
There are very few venues in the United States that are larger than the Kentucky uh, Exposition Center. If you've ever walked it, you know that it's uh, it's gigantic, and we continue to you know, uh, occupy more square footage every year that uh, that goes by. Um, and it's not just uh, landscape; it's also hardscape. It's uh, you know the uh, the vendors that you see there are not just selling you lawnmowers, but there are also people who are selling. Uh, the parts that go to manufacture the lawnmowers. You see a lot of uh, widget manufacturers there, you know, pulleys and seats and gas tanks and that type of thing. So it, 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 can, it takes into account the entire industry way past what you think that uh, you might see there. So not only that, it's one of the very few places that will allow us to go outside and then tear up a 10-acre-odd-sized area of land so that you can demonstrate the machinery. We, you know, when you go outside, you can you can drive different kinds of lawnmowers. You can try a, uh, a skid steer mower. You can, uh, you can dig a hole with a backhoe or whatever it happens to be. Um, and, you know, we obviously you put it all back together at the end of the conference, but people are actually able to go out and use the machinery, uh, you know, all the different kinds of equipment, and get a feel for them and compare and contrast them. What makes sense for me? And uh, if that's, that's wonderful. I mean, there's no other place that we can do that. So, um it's just if you have not been to that conference, um, you really need to put it on your bucket list. When I walk through the the parking lot, um, you know, going to and from is uh, you know at the Kentucky Exposition Center. It shocks me how far people will drive in their pickup truck uh, to go to this conference. If you know, Louisville is kind of one of those places that's it's right in the middle of everywhere. It's mm-hmm. not that far a drive from almost you know probably half the United States can get there within you know a day's drive and. It's it's well worth it. I, if you have not been, you've got to get there. Yeah, it's, it's a staple to my schedule every year. I'm really excited to go this year. And, I mean, like you said, it, 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 I'm glad. I think you guys are opening on Wednesday afternoon and then Friday morning. But even that, it's just so hard to, to walk everything inside and outside and just all the relationships you build over the years within the community. You're just constantly, you know, talking to folks and networking, and it's just – it's a world-class event. So what exactly do you do in conjunction, you know, to make it, you know, behind the scenes? I just don't understand. I mean, I go and I'm, I'm blessed and it's so well run and, and put together, but how does all that fall into place? Well, it's one of the interesting things that I've learned about coming to work for NALP is that um, it's every bit as much a professional association as it is, you know, a, a group that represents landscapers. We have an entire staff that, do nothing except run events, and this is one of them. And they have long-running relationships with the people in, um, in Louisville. But they you know, branching out and talking uh, and, and coordinating with the other organizations that we partner with. Um, it's almost unbelievable how uh, how much these people know. They're every bit the professionals that we are in the landscape business. So they are very smart and keep me well away from all the planning that's involved in that. They know well very well that I would probably not do very well at that kind of thing. Um, as far as what we do when we're, we're there, we have a conference that's within a conference. We call it Landscapes. And that we have an entire agenda that, you know, that I, I, I haven't looked you know, really in depth as to what, what's going on this year. But, you know, the, um, you know we, we have an entire agenda that's separate and distinct that, uh, from the GIE Expo. Uh, this year we're having a, a lawn care summit, and we're going to bring in a bunch of people that, um, you know, if you happen to be in the professional lawn care business, this is a must-say, must-do kind of thing. Where you know, we, uh, anytime you're able to get together 
with you know the professional lawn care people, get them in a room and sit down and talk to them. Everybody learns something. And I think to me, and I, I'm sure you're the same way, Paul, is one of the things that kept me in this business for as long as I have been um, is the camaraderie that you're able to uh, uh, achieve with people that you know are on the other side of the country or maybe even somebody that is uh, you know your direct competitor. You, you're able to uh, forge alliances, forge friendships with these people. You learn from one another. You support one another. You know, we're not, you know, we're not in one of these businesses where we're knocked down, drag out competitors, um, you know, uh, you know, with somebody that happens to work for a different company. We all realize that we're better if we work together. Uh, that's not a, like a statement of collusion or anything like that. It's like, I know your struggle, you know mine, and, you know, I'm here to help you. If you have a question, come to me. If I have a question, I know I can come to you. And I think that uh, we're, we're truly blessed to be in a business like this. And I've, uh, I, anytime I get the opportunity to invite, you know, someone that's new to the business to come to these, these events, um, you know, I, I can't uh, recommend it more highly. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome to hear from an authority in our industry like you about coming together. I was blessed, Bob, just this weekend. A bunch of us here in Atlanta got together, and, you know, we have landscaping companies, you know, right around the corner from each other, but we're all getting together in a room talking about how we formulate our quotes, what we're price, you know, what our prices are. And, you know, we're talking about, we're openly dialoguing about all of this because it really, you know, makes us all better. And, and, and even though we're, quote unquote competition where it really we can go further in our businesses when we're open and honest and and really understanding what we're you know what we're doing so we can uh provide the you know the highest profit margins in our pricing and the you know the good quality work and it's just it's so much better when we work together uh than everybody being isolated so i i really locally that has helped me and to hear you kind of nationally say that it's just a confirmation that um when we come together, it's it's just iron and sharpening iron. It's time for this week's Jobbers Minute. Should I accept credit cards? The fees can be quite high. 100% our answer is yes, you should accept credit cards. We've done the research and the service business clients pay two and a half times faster when you let them pay online versus using checks. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, how much is your time worth? And do you want to spend that time chasing payments or growing your business? Go Go check Jobber out at getjobber.com backslash I am backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. Right. I, I think that that segues into something that I'd like to talk about, and that's peer groups. Um, within NALP, we have resources available for, uh, you know, to gather together uh, the, the leaders of companies into, into small groups where they get together and, and with a facilitator and work on their businesses together and hold themselves accountable for, uh, you know, goal setting and goal and achieving goals and growing the business and understanding how, uh, how their business are being operated and how to make them better. Whether you're, uh, part of a group that, uh, NALP is sponsoring or one of the, uh, many, uh, facilitators that we have in our, in our industry, uh, these things are invaluable. If you're, uh, struggling with uh, trying to figure out what's wrong or why your business isn't growing or uh, any one of a number of different problems that are very common, um, you know, from, uh, you know, throughout the industry, these kinds of peer groups are invaluable and, and open up doors for you. And it's really something that, uh, again, is just the, bringing yourself together with other people in your industry 
is so important for your success. Oh, that's so good. When I was talking with John, he was kind of setting up the interview. He was he was really explaining to me, you you know, your passion for professionalism and excellence. And I think when the average person looks at our industry, looks at lawn care and landscaping and just contracting in general, there's a negative stigma. There's there's so many people who are unprofessional, who don't do quality work, who don't have integrity, and, and there's a lot of negative ideas and thoughts out there. So what are you doing and what can we be doing to build that professionalism, to build uh, that excellence in this industry? Well, I, I'm going back to the to the peer groups, and you know that that is a wonderful way to um, you know to hold yourself accountable. And if you're using a professional uh, a facilitator, that person comes to the table with years of not only experience in the green industry, so they know you know a, a you from a, an ivy, uh, you know from a, to a, from anything else, but they also understand how businesses work. And one of the in, wonderful things about being part of an association such as NALP is that you're able to meet people who have done what you're dreaming of doing and have done it very, very well. Um, you, you'd be absolutely shocked to know how many uh, very successful self-made millionaires there are in our industry. And not that you should be, you know, um, you know, judging someone's professionalism based on the fact that they're a millionaire or something of that nature, but people who have started with absolutely nothing and put together um, a business that is, um, you know, it's it, it just incredible in its size, scope, and, and professionalism. I'm thinking of one gentleman that's just, actually, I can think of two people right here in Cape Cod that, you know, have businesses that I would absolutely die to have myself there, just, uh, you know, Anything that you would ever want to have in a landscape business, these guys have accomplished it for themselves. We've also seen something that I think is really interesting. Is really a lot of uh, I'm noticing a lot of companies that have, uh, or I guess I should say, venture capitalism that uh, is now sort of starting to get very interested in our industry. Um, we're seeing companies that are looking at businesses in our uh, in the green industry and saying, "Hey, you know something that actually would be something very profitable for our." you know, our group to invest in and whether or not that's right to you, you know, neither here nor there, but it's, it's interesting that we've raised the level of professionalism within our industry such that, um, you know, business leaders are looking at us as being a you know, pretty good investment. Yeah. Can you dive a little deeper, Bob, in those two Cape Cod businesses? You sounded really excited when you said, you know, they're, they're really got <laughs> something going on. What are those stories there? Well, you know, um, Bob Maffey is right around the corner from us, uh, Maffey Landscape and uh, Robert Maffey Landscaping, and he's you know, right from the right from the ground up, you know, starting with absolutely nothing, and putting together, you know, a, a multi-million-dollar uh, landscape company in, in a in a rather small market. I mean, Cape Cod is not a big place, and you cannot swing a stick out here on Cape Cod without whacking one of Bob's trucks. And he's just about one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. Um, you know, he. I, I just can't say enough about him. Chris Joyce is, uh, you know, down the road a little bit in the other direction. Same type of thing. Um, you know, just a salt of the earth gentleman. He not only runs one of the most uh, successful landscape companies you'll come across anywhere in the U.S., but he's also a pillar of community. Uh, you, you find him, you know, working uh, on, you know, you know, town boards. He works with uh, he, he, my best friend, and he uh, coach a football team, and you know he just the type of person that you want to have 
I want to be able to to point out as being one of your friends and colleagues. And I'm sure that you know it wouldn't take us very long to you know move all the way all the way across the country to California without finding you know people just like Chris and Bob that uh, you know the, you're you're you feel very fortunate to have as friends and colleagues that you're able to point to as being uh, you know wonderful productive members of society and in our community. So uh, you know these people employ. Uh, not only directly the, the um, you know the, the people that you know go out and do the landscaping, but you know they they buy and sell. You know they keep the economy going. Uh, you know they're 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 rocks. They're pillars. I'm 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 kind of jealous that I couldn't have done it myself. But uh, you know I, I look to uh, I look to them and as, as great examples of uh, how, the fact that you can do it and do it right. I love that. Now, Bob, I ha- I get countless messages. Have been doing this show for a while where. There's a lot of people that actually listen to our show that are working in another another um, field, doing another job, nine to five, but they got that scratch, they got that itch. They're like, man, I want to start my own business. They're trying to calculate, you know, uh, convincing the wife, hey, I'm going to quit my job and start my own company. And a lot of them start, you know, slowly with a little bit here and there to get that uh, boat close enough to the dock. But Explain to us, if you can, for, for those guys who are working in another field, but they want to start and run their own landscaping or lawn care business, or for just the ambitious 18, 19, 20-year-old kid that heard, man, I can be a self-made millionaire. I want to have a multi-million dollar company. I'm, you know, love, like you did, at, you know, working at the golf course. I love making things look awesome and beautiful. What would you say to those guys who are just getting started um, or planning to get started you know I, I i speak from my my point of expertise as the professional lawn care business and um i i want to be able to say that you know, you don't need very much in the way of capital investment in order to get into the business and you, you can do things very very simply you know a pickup truck a fertilizer spreader and a backpack sprayer and a you know a, a pesticide license is all you need in order to uh you know, go out and start, um, you know, pitching, you know, selling your wares. And it's, uh, it's just like really any other business. You, you go out and you find your first customer and you convince somebody that, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm worthy of, uh, of your trust and I'll do a great job for you. And, and then taking care of that one customer and, you know, that just moves on to the next and the next after that. And pretty soon, you know, you've, uh, You've got an entire day's worth of work, and I was uh, I was fortunate enough to go to um, or be invited to uh, the annual conference that uh, Spring Green Lawn Care had out in uh, Chicago last month, and um, sitting in a, in a an award ceremony and one of those dinner banquets that have the award ceremony, and I was struck by how many of the um, award recipients were actually husbands and wives. Mm. You know the husband, but the the uh, the marriage. You know this is something that the husband and wife did together, and I thought that was wonderful. You know that you know they they not only it wasn't as though you were trying to ask your wife permission to go out and find another job and do another career, but rather that the couple did it together as a team, and that, that to me was just I was flabbergasted by that, and in a very good way, and um, you know, not just uh, it was. I, I thought it was just really interesting how not only did they, um, you know, the husband and wife did it together, but the group itself was almost like a like a self-contained peer group. You know, they all helped one another in the peer group kind of way, and all brought each other along together. So it, it was, uh, 
yeah, it's it. You have to start out small. You have to start out with just that first customer, and then, and then just work your way up from there. Of course, you know, joining the joining the association is important because that gives you access to you know just almost limitless amounts of people, that limitless amounts of expertise, people that you need to know. Um, your state association is the same thing. You know the. Um, whether it's in the, uh, you know, here in Massachusetts, either, you know, Massachusetts, uh, Nursery Landscape Association or, uh, in Massachusetts Association of Landscape Professionals, MALCAP, um, each, very nearly every state has some type of association that you really should reach out and become part of and become involved in. Uh, there's just so much that you need to, to learn and there are so many people that are willing to teach it to you. Yeah, here in Georgia, we got the Georgia Georgia Certified Landscape Professionals. Um, that's awesome. So how do, how does somebody join the NALP or, or get connected with you guys? Well, you can go right to our website, the you know uh, uh, NALP.org, and, and you can find that information right there. You can certainly get a hold of me personally. I'll direct you in the right direction. No matter how you slice it, uh, taking that first step is the most important part. Once you've got become a member, that's not enough. You have to start uh, participating. You know, coming to, uh, you know, Louisville is one thing. Uh, we have our renewal and remembrance event in, in Washington every summer. Uh, that's followed by our legislative days on the Hill. Uh, those are, anyone that has gone to any of those events will tell you, I'm an, almost to a person, that these are just life-changing events. They're just so much fun. Uh, you feel this incredible sense of accomplishment and uh, for, for helping our, uh, our uh, you know, hoppling our veterans and uh, paying, uh, you know, paying respect to them. And many people just, it wouldn't be, the summer wouldn't be complete without a trip down to the Arlington Cemetery. Awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate your time today, Bob. Is there anything else burning on your heart that you, you want to share? I think I poured it out pretty well, Paul. I mean, I don't, I can hardly believe that 25 minutes has already gone by. <laughs> yeah, it flew by. I told you, it, uh, it goes by quickly. But I, I appreciate the quality content, and I, I think you did a good job recruiting folks to uh, the GIE Expo um, right around the corner, October 16th through 18th at the uh, Kentucky Exposition Center. It's going to be an awesome time. Are you going to be inside? Are you going to be outside? Or are you kind of wander around everywhere? Where, how can people connect with you there? Oh, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm, you know, I've got uh, inside responsibilities, outside responsibilities. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be the entire, there the entire week. You won't be able to miss me. Okay, so you 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 go in on Monday or what? Yeah, I'll come in for the entire week. I think I'm flying on Sunday, wow. and I won't leave until the day after the conference ends. So yeah, I'm there for I'm there for the duration. Yeah, well that's awesome. I look forward to meeting you in person, Bob, and I really appreciate your time on the show today. It was my pleasure to be with you, Paul. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com 
backslash I am backslash green industry. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 